Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. Hello guys, it's uh, such a privilege to be with you this morning. Uh, thank you to Philip and uh, Janetta who uh, invited me to come and, uh, and Zoom preach or whatever this is this morning in Pretoria. So it's really a blessing to be with you. My name is Deval Estreisen. I am uh, the pastor here in uh, Marmersbury and it's wonderful to, to be with you this morning. Uh, I've got, uh, I am the husband of one wife and I've got three wonderful boys. Uh, so they've uh, all just gone back to school. So uh, of the three of my boys, the first one went with the first lot that went back to school and uh, the, the oldest one only went back like this week. So uh, we had the whole spread, but all of them are back in school now. And uh, yeah, and that is, that is us. So uh, a lot of greetings and love here from uh, down near the Cape Town. Those of you who don't know where Marmosbury is, somewhere there where the mountains are white and you receive the cold. Okay, it's, it's there. Where, where we are from, and it's, uh, it's really a great privilege to, to be with you this morning. So, uh, you know, when, when Philip asked me to preach, the, the words that came up in my heart was uh, something that the Lord is, is just dealing with me, um, you know, over the past couple of weeks or even months already, but it's just been escalated through this time that we are going through, and uh, the words that just came into my heart was, that those that do not have purpose in this time will struggle. So that's what I want to speak to you guys about uh, this morning. And, uh, and I really trust the Lord that, that He will bring that which is necessary for every heart to hear just into your, into your mind and, and, and into your heart so that you can, can move into a place of knowing that you have purpose. And I know that's something you know that, that all of us know. But it's kind of like the Lord is just reminding me in this last while that the importance of that, of being connected to purpose, is really important. And I know those of you um, that might think the theologically, well, you need to be connected to Jesus and God, not purpose. But yes, I understand that and that is true. But the two are you know, inextricably um, you know, joined to one another. You you cannot only be connected to God and not have purpose. And you cannot really have, you know, purpose that is, that is really real without being connected to Jesus. So anyway, so those, those are the, just the things that are in my heart and that I want to share with you guys this morning. So we're going to delve into scripture just now. The, the title of my sermon this morning is Purposeful People Walk differently. Let's trust the Lord that He opens our hearts and our minds through Scripture and changes us so that we can be those people that walk differently because we are purposeful. Let's pray together. Father, thank You that we can be here this morning, God. Thank You for every person just hearing my voice. And I pray, Lord, that, that You will open up hearts through Your Spirit right now. God, that Your Word can come, Lord, that is um, just the, the double-edged sword, Lord God, that, that cuts between bone and marrow. And Father, we pray, Lord, that we will come together around Your Word, through Your Spirit, Lord, 
And we pray that you bring us revelation. And just, uh, just getting to that place again of, of you filling us with your purpose, every single one of us, this morning, so that we can walk differently, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so um, sorry for, for the, the noises. Um, our studio is, uh, is near town, so if you hear the, the cars going, um, that, is, that is so. But uh, let's get into Scripture. I want to read in uh, John chapter 12, from verse 23 to 26. And we find there, you know, Jesus is uh, speaking here, and, you know, this is in the passage of Jesus' triumphal entry. You know, it's one of those things that are so paradoxical, because the Jews... They were really looking for a, a savior, you know, a messiah, a king to come and to deliver them. To deliver them from the Roman oppression that they were under. So, when Jesus came on the donkey's cult, you know, to fulfill um, scripture, there's this paradoxical thing going on. Everybody's really excited. You know, some of them might have been excited for who Jesus really was. Um, others were excited because they didn't want to, uh, you know, live under Roman rule anymore. So, Everybody's very excited, and just after this, you know, Jesus goes on, um, and uh, shortly afterwards, he's crucified. So, it's in this context of Jesus coming in, into this triumphal, you know, entry, and people that are celebrating him, that he speaks these words. Verse 23, it says, And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. And truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there my servant will also be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. So, Jesus' purpose was clear. Jesus knew what he had to do, you know. And there's a lot of scriptures that we can unpack. And there's a lot of things that you even as a Christian can think about when it comes to the purpose of Jesus. But I've just taken out two that I, th I find, you know, really relevant. Especially into this context in John that, that it speaks. It says there in Luke 19 verse 10, Jesus said that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus' purpose was that, one of them. Another one, it says in 1 John 3 verse 8, it says, Jesus was manifested. He came into this world to destroy the works of the devil. So, Jesus knew from Scripture and even through this triumphal entry that has come, that He is going to be glorified. Glorified, raised up, He is going to die so that we can live. That's what He knows. He knows that is His purpose. That is the reason that He came into this world. Now, when uh, someone knows their purpose, you know, you, you kind of walk differently. And I've, I've put that as my title, you know, because my dad had a, had a walk, you know, and he's still alive, so, uh, so he, he, uh, he, might probably be, uh, he might probably be listening this morning. Um, he works for, you know, a, a big, just... Um, company that, that sells insurance and uh, and you know when I grew up that's one of the toughest things I think that you can do I've done that for five years as well before I, I, I came into to ministry um, as I'm doing now as a pastor 
And I think one of the, the diff most difficult jobs to do is to, to phone people, you know, and to, to really start every month with, this, with zero. You know, you don't have a, a salary that you can fall back on. Um, you start with zero and you need to make it work. And then I remember one day, you know, after a long while when it wasn't going as well, he comes back and, and, and he, he starts to do things and then he goes to his, to his car. And I don't know, he was walking past me and I just said, ah, I can see the walk is different. And he's like looking at me and says, what are you? I said, no, no, that purposeful walk, it's back. And then, you know, he, he walked differently because he had purpose. There was something that was stirring in his heart. You know, it's just a worldly thing about just having a job to do and doing what you need to do to, to put bread on the table. But I could see it in the way that he walks. Can people see that in your walk? In this time especially. Can people see in your walk that, that you are different? That the purpose that you have is different to all the things that the world is placing on us. All of the circumstances that are, that are so difficult for many people in this time. Do you still walk differently? Well, this is what Jesus did right. You know, Jesus walked differently. And we must, we must find our walk. And it starts with Jesus. Like I said there, it says, Jesus says, you know, there where I am, there my servant will also be. And Jesus moves, man. Jesus moves a lot. And your walk with Jesus and my walk with Jesus and being with Him will differ. It will look different for you than it will look for me. Now, another crucial aspect just of maintaining this is to have people around you that encourages you. That's why you need to be part of a, a local community. You know, even if it's just you know, a small house group or you know, a church. And, and all of a sudden, church is, is, is a lot different. But you need those people around you that encourages you. You know, we speak about um, just, you know, you need to be, hold me accountable, you know. And that's mostly negative. So if you are in sin or something that you're struggling with, then you, you need people to keep you accountable so that, that you can get out of this way of life. And it's fine. We need that. But something that I found that we, we don't do as well is to hold one another accountable for the things that God has spoken over our lives. The things that God has said, this is who you are. Walk in it. This is what I want you. So following Jesus for you means to do this. And then if you start to walk in accountability with the people around you of the things that God spoke over your life, you know, that, that makes a, a whole lot of difference in our lives. But anyway, and the encouragement that you receive with people and from God when you start to walk this road, that is amazing. If we find there, you know, there's also a lot of scriptures in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Okay, as you are doing. <laughs> no, no, I think just as you are going is what it's meaning. But build one another up and encourage one another to do good works. Ephesians 5, 18 and 19 says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody to the Lord in your heart. So for some of us, this will come easier than for others. Some of us shouldn't sing to people. It'll, it'll, it'll be, now maybe it will really be a blessing if they can see the effort that you go through. But anyway, encourage one another. Sing over one another. So that that place of accountability and, and, and knowing your purpose can flow through you. As people encourage you 
for who you are, for who Christ has made you to be. I had one story um, you know, that I want to share with you regarding this. And this is a sad state, actually, of the church you know, in general. Is that the voice of the Lord is really silent for so many people. So many people that call on the, the Lord as Savior have never had anybody you know, prophesy or speak or encourage them in their lives. I, uh, I went to the school here in Malmesbury, the high school. I was invited there by somebody and I went to the, to the CSphere, you know, the student um, federation there. For, um, but anyway, and they, there was a lot of kids there. You know, it was the, in, in the hall and I know that, you know, there was hundreds of kids there. So I speak to them and, uh, and I felt that the Lord said, well, I don't want you just to speak to them. I want you to show them. So I'm like, okay, God, it's fine. I'll, uh, I'll do that. So while they were all sitting there, I said, okay, I, I need three brave souls. Come, I want to pray over you. You know, and I was really just trusting the Lord to speak into their lives prophetically. So the, there comes three, one girl, I think, and, and two boys. Anyway, they stand there and I pray for them. You know, and just prophesy over them. Whatever the Lord lays on my heart, I just speak it. And then they, they go away and, I, and as they go, I say, you know, did that make a difference for you? And he says, yes, yes, uncle, you know, in Afrikaans. It did. And uh, then they go and they sit. And I, I told them, listen, this is what God wants. He wants you to know what your purpose is. And we'll get to that a little bit later. He wants you to know that. And then, you know, we finish off um, the, the session. I've, I brought a couple of guys and, and girls with me just to pray for me while we were there. And as we finish, now they have to go. Now there's this little group that comes to me and, and they, they say, um, listen, um, Uncle Deval, will, will you pray for us too? I say, fine, I'll pray for you. <laughs> and then I start praying for them and my eyes are closed and I pray whatever I see. And there was just three or four of them. And as I was praying... Then I finished with the three or the four, and I opened my eyes. And when I opened my eyes, there's a line of, of children waiting, waiting for the word of the Lord to be spoken over their lives. Somebody that just calls forth what God sees in them, who they are. You know, and I, and I, I remember just thinking, Lord, how have we, how have we failed you as at the church, that, that there's a whole generation that, that don't experience your word. Anyway, so I call all of my people that went. I said, listen, you need to help me. I can pray for all these people. And there was a great um, just discipling moment where one of the, the, the gentlemen that came with me, you know, he's, he's never prayed for people to, um, you know, in, in that place of prophecy, prophesying over them. And I just said, listen, you take those lot and you take that. And, and then... He's been taught well in church. You know, he asks, you know, okay, so what can I pray for you for? And then the, the kid that's in front of him looks up and says, no, just pray like that uncle prays. <laughs> and it was so great. And then he knew. He started to pray and the Lord used him mightily to speak into the lives of those kids. Anyway, so that is the place of, of just being, you know, used by God and, and encouraged by one another you know, to do and to be purposeful in what God has for us. So, Danelle and I, in this time, Danelle is my wife, um, in this time, you know, the Lord has, has, has been speaking to us again about just purpose. And I've been in ministry for, a, you know, for more than 10 years now, and, um, you know, and she's working in a corporate company, and that's also for, for 13 years plus. And, and we are constantly, you know, over time, going back, God, what, what should we do? How, 
and there's a general flow of what we do, but then there are specifics as we go. Um, and, and we need to adjust here and there. And the Lord is just taking us back again to one of those times, especially now. We that are focused on what God wants us, we need to know what we are called for. We need to know that, that we should walk in this way. Because why? It's, it's a lot easier to say yes and no for things if you know what is the direction that the Lord has called you to go into. It's a lot easier. Otherwise, you will be, you know, like a wind in the waves, you know, doing everything and anything. And sometimes that's okay. But, you know, to really be fruitful, you need to narrow that focus and to know what God has called you specifically to do. Now, you know, Jesus, you know, it, it differs. You know, mine and Danelle's are different than others um, in, in little details. But generally, our purpose is the same. I'll read it to you. It's in Matthew. The, the beginning of Matthew and the end of Matthew. It gives us purpose in general as it is there. Matthew 4.19 says, And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. When Jesus called his disciples, that's what he said. Come, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. And then when he leaves after he's died, he's now going up to his Father in heaven. Then Jesus says to all of us, he says, all authority has been given on earth and in heaven. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Verse 19 says from Matthew 28, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Whatever you do, it will have something to do with lost people getting saved. With people that need to be discipled. God's kingdom is people. And if you are in the way that God has created you to be and to do, not building that kingdom of people in, in some way or the other, then you're missing the point. And this means, you know, some of you might make a lot of money, you know, and you give it for the work of the ministry doesn't matter. You need to know that that is the purpose ultimately for all of us. What that looks like specifically for you and how God has put you together looks different. But you and I need to know what that is. So, if you feel lost, okay, like Jesus says, that, you know, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. So, if you feel lost, seek Jesus. But I'm, I'm speaking, if you feel lost in this very moment surrounding purpose, I've got some encouraging news for you today. Guess what? You can start right where you are. You know, there's many people that, that look at purpose as this massive thing. You know, I need, to, I need to change the world. And if I don't know and find out what that thing is that I need to change the world with, I'm doing nothing. If you have got that mindset, you will never find purpose. And you'll never find the big thing. Because Jesus says, be faithful in the little things. Be faithful in those little things. And then when you are faithful in a lot of little things, the big things start to happen. So the encouragement I want to give you this morning is start where you are. Look around you. What is around you? Who is around you? And start there. And you will find that you've got a lot more purpose already inside of you than you think. There's a lot more that you can do around you than you think. So... There's a lot of people, um, you know, doing ministry is not what Philip and I do. You know, doing ministry, according to Ephesians, Paul writes, he says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers, shepherds of whom I'm one, 
To do what? To equip the saints for the work of the ministry. All of us are in ministry, full-time ministry. It just differs in what it looks like and where we operate. Look around you and ask God to start to ignite your heart once again for the big purpose. People. People around you. People in your family. People that are friends with you. People in your community. Start there. And say, God, use me. People that, that have walked differently because of purpose in the Bible, and I'm not going to go into all of them, I'm just going to, for, for time's sake, just name them for you. David. David's brothers put him down, and he said to them, Is there not a cause? Everybody was afraid to fight Goliath. Not him. Why? Because of purpose. Is there not a cause to fight for? Is there not something bigger than just this? And he walked differently than others. Daniel. Daniel served four kings. And all of them had some real challenges for him and for his friends. But they, they, they were purposeful in what they did and how they did it. Following God, and then God used them mightily. Esther. Purposeful, even though she was in the king's palace. The purpose was God's people. And she said, if I perish, then I perish. Even though I am in the king's palace. So those people walked differently because of purpose. So my question remains, are you still walking differently today? Because this is what I find, especially in, in times, you know, we have been really blessed and still are. That our circumstances have been of such that, that we have got a comfortable, you know, type of life. And all of a sudden, it's not so sure anymore. And we start to drift into that space of, Lord, it's a little bit shaky now. And God is shaking everything that is not permanent. So that you and I can find that thing, those things that are permanent. Eternal things. To start to put our minds again on that which is eternal. And that brings just today and what we have here into perspective. And from that place it brings our purpose and it says, okay, this is where I start. Circumstances doesn't matter. But purpose in that matters. And how you and I walk, you know, after Christ, in these tough times, really impresses people if they can see that Jesus is in you and you walk differently. Are you still walking differently today? Now, uh, finishing this morning, I want to just share, you know, uh, a great story just about purpose in my life, you know, where, where I, was, um, I was seeking after God when I was coming out of, of, of varsity and, and, you know, Philip was with me in, in those times. And, uh, yeah, living there together and uh, in Stellenbosch doing a lot of ministry together. But in that time, you know, I was asking God, you know, what do you want with my life, Lord? What do you want me to do? And I remember I went to, to Sirius and I was there at a, the small church. And in that time, I wasn't, you know, really um, doing things. I was doing things that, that weren't, I wasn't supposed to do even. You know, so God is not intimidated by our own, you know, things in our life. You might think, oh, I must first fix this and this and this, then God will speak to me. No, God speaks, you know. If you have got a heart that is after Him, He will speak to you. So we go to this little church and, uh, and you know, this is in my heart and I'm, I'm, I'm saying, God, what do you want with my life? 
And then, you know, the pastor was a small church of about 30 people. And the pastor calls to the front those that want to hear from the Lord. So then I walk forward. I want to hear from the Lord. And I thought he was going to pray for me. And then he says, no, he's not going to pray for you. He just feels that the Lord says that the people that are in the chairs, they must come to the front and, and pray for the people that the Lord lays on their heart. All right, fine. And I remember the small um, colored lady comes and she stands in front of me and she says, listen, I don't know why I'm going to tell you this. And she, she said, you know, directly translated from Afrikaans, she says, iron, iron, Isaiah 45. Okay, so in Afrikaans, it's Easter, Easter, Isaiah 5 and 4. Anyway, so I, I leave it and then I go and I see what it says there in, uh, in Isaiah 45. And if you go and read it, it's there where, where God calls Cyrus, you know, the, the king that didn't know him. And uh, he calls Cyrus and it says there in the top there, Cyrus, God's shepherd. <laughs> and I knew, you know, that is what God wants me to be. That was the day that the Lord called me. But you think, okay, oh, that's not... You know what is great and amazing about how the Lord knows us? You know that thing about iron, Easter? My nickname in the res that I lived in, in Stellenbosch, was Easter. That lady didn't know it, but God knew it. And God knew that I needed to hear from Him. And He comes and He personalizes that thing so that I knew that I've got purpose. This is what God wants me to do. So I want to, to bless you this morning and encourage you to, especially in this time, to seek purpose in your circumstances where you are. It starts with relationship with Jesus. You need to follow Him. You need to walk after Him. And as you do that, you will find purpose in serving the people. Lost, saved, you know, that is what we were made to do, bring God's kingdom in the people that need Him, making disciples of all nations. And it doesn't mean you have to do what I do. Stand up and preach before a lot of people. It just means that you need to walk humbly after your God in the way that He called you and not be afraid to do what He tells you to do. And those of us that walk differently in this time will really see the Lord bring more than we think ever could have thought into our lives by way of discipling people. And Danella, I have started to see this. We started to experience this as people come to us and say, need your help. I'm struggling. And the Lord is amazing. Let's pray together this morning. Father, thank you for every heart that has listened to me this morning. Father, I pray, Lord, that you will ignite passion in our hearts once again. Lord, look away from circumstances and look unto you, Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We are not alone. You will never leave us alone. But Father, I pray, Lord God, for those hearts that have just, in a, in a, by way of, of circumstances, pressing them down, Lord God, lost sight of their purpose and that they have that, God. Lord, I pray that you ignite that once again in their hearts today. Lord, that they will know that they have purpose. That they will know, Lord, that you have not made a mistake, Lord God, by making them. You've not made a mistake, Lord God, by saving them. Because you want us, Lord God, every one of us, to impact this world for your kingdom. And bring your kingdom wherever we are. Because your kingdom is inside of us through your Holy Spirit. And now, Lord, I pray, Lord God, for a boldness to come. In these times, Lord God, for us to walk differently. Because of purpose that you've given us. 
Lord, that in that relationship with you, we reach out to others, Lord, and we draw them through your Spirit, God, unto you. And Lord, that they can experience that place of knowing that we have been created for far more than just being here and now. And that what we do on earth, oh God, will resound in heaven and in eternity. And I pray, Lord God, that we will reignite, Lord God, just our hearts in that place. And step out in faith, Lord God, to start doing in our immediate surroundings, Lord God, what you have already called us 2,000 years ago to do as your church. To make disciples. To impact this world. Through the way that we live and being different, knowing that you are the one that sustains us, surrounds us, guides us, and the one that we can walk with everywhere, Lord. And thank you for the privilege, Lord God, that you use us, every one of us, in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Christian Church. We believe that you enjoyed your time with us, establishing God's kingdom and His glory in your life. For more info, call us on 012-362-1363. Email us, pretoria at shofaronline.org. Browse our website, www.shofaronline.org. Or like us on facebook.com forward slash shofarpretoria.